Welcome back, everybody, to Chop Sports Fight Factory, brought to you by Dudes Gourmet and the Feel Good Factory. I am your host, the Reverend Tommy D. Joined with me by my co-host, Rasslin' Rob, and we got Dave behind the glass. We have a very special show for you guys today. We have the man who is real. He's raw. He's Argus. That's what you know. It's funny. No, don't, 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 don't. Keep going because that's amazing. Because I actually talked to him today, and I go. I, I literally sent him an email, and I said, "Hey, Austin." And I was like, oh, right? Oh. And I'm like, so then I, I go, I'm like, mm. and I'm looking at the graphics, and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, wait a minute. And I'm like, I totally called him Austin. So I texted him, I'm like, yo, you may or may not have gotten a message saying, hey, Austin. He goes, I usually get what you just said. And I was <laughs> like, well, I, I've been saying Austin my entire life, so yeah. it's like it's very hard. So you could do it again. With, yeah. with, and go ahead. All right. As uh, <laughs> as as Razor Ramon once said, take two. <laughs> He's real. He's raw. He's August Artois, the go. CYN standout, will be coming on here joining us today. So we kind of wanted to get get the, the beginning of this out of the way so we can get some regular wrestling talk in for you guys before he, he jumps on here with us. So, gentlemen, Friday Night SmackDown. Well, first of all, Monday Night Raw, almost 3,000 views or 3 million views last week. So the numbers are really starting to jump up. We talked about the first hour of Raw being commercial-free. So you're starting to see those numbers jump up. But, Rob, mm-hmm. very big testament to you and I, because during our show on Monday, we said that Triple H needs to bring Killer Cross back. And not only did Killer Cross come back, he killed Drew McIntyre. Absolutely. It was awesome. It was you, – you couldn't have asked for anything better than that, and it's nice to see a nice, fresh face that's probably going to be going for Roman's belt in, in a very short amount of time. I mean, you don't do that – Unless you have championship aspirations for the guy. What do you think, Dave? You're in well, the business. You guys are marks. Uh, what do you <laughs> think this does to uh, to McIntyre? Do you think that makes him kind of like softy McSofterson, you know, going into this big match? Like he gets jumped by Cross. How do you guys feel like that does for his his character? I mean, we all know McIntyre is a killer. But, like, when, when it comes to getting, basically putting somebody over on their comeback, like, what does that do for him? I have a funny feeling this might end up in a triple threat match in England. Oh. I don't think it's going to be a triple threat in England, but it's definitely going to lead to it's definitely a way to get a belt off Roman. It'd be crazy to add him to the triple threat now because how far away is England? Um, you know what? It's in like September, right? It's it's like three weeks away. It's maybe like that. maybe it is. I, I don't. I, I just think they're they got to get. I saw something saying like USA wants a champion on USA constantly and with. Roman on SmackDown and Roman going to leave for a little bit, they're saying. You can't leave with both belts. They got to get one off them. But I just don't see you're not going to give it to Cross right now, are you? I mean, maybe not, but that place came unglued. Yeah. I, I mean, I, bro, it's nobody, that's something nobody expected. Either, He's though. over. Well, listen, when he was uh, in NXT, he was undefeated with yeah. Triple H. And then he comes to Raw. He loses to Jeff Hardy in his Didn't first match. They put a match. skirt on him too. They, yeah, they, like, they made like him that. like shredder. They put like a mask. <clears throat> on him. Oh, it's right. It's right. It this was, time they're gonna do it right though. This oh, is this yeah. is hundred percent Triple H's baby right now. You know, and Scarlet looked great. You know, with I the was, with the uh, the hourglass. Yeah, come dude, on, like TikTok, bro. This is like. This I, I guess good. I guess good. no when, more WrestlePro appearances for I, uh, Killer Cross. She, they actually get to do. They got to fulfill something. I was talking to Scarlett, or at least I, I messaged Scarlett about it, 
And uh, they have, oh, they I, have. I messaged Scarlett. I mean, <laughs> I've met those two millions of times. We went to Alaska together. We're like, we're all, we're all buddies. Uh, but anyway, so I, I had said, I was like, well, you do have dates, and I think Triple H is actually letting them fulfill the dates. To be honest with you, I mean, Vince used to do that too, like with Hogan in Japan and uh-huh. things like that. I mean, that so, was Hogan. I mean, this is this is yeah. But I know. mean, if people had that stuff already set up mm-hmm. in the business, like they're they're not going to you know go against that in the business. Well, but I, I can't I, I can't see true. why he would care so much about her fulfilling her dates. I could see why he would care about him fulfilling his dates. If she, well, because I mean, they're always booked. Yeah, but they're always booked together. They're booked together. Signings are one thing, but to wrestle, I don't think they'll be wrestling anywhere. I, I don't. I mean, he was supposed to be with Control Your Narrative, wasn't he? Like that. He he's was, done a couple, but I don't know if what what what. I just what, called what his what match did, with Janela. It was fantastic. Oh yeah, Broke yeah, that was the one too. in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't. Awesome. I was upset that I didn't get to see that. I don't know who he wrestled at WrestlePro, but my kid likes him. Oh, LSG. Oh, that's what. Oh, he's great. Leon St. Giovanni. He was actually. Uh, he was signed to Ring of Honor, dude. My kid, my kid Before looked, Ring of Honor was so, so rebranded the, to do nothing. Yeah, there you go. So, but, so during the match, the guy said something to him about like you know, oh, your time is up, TikTok. And then he looked at me, he goes, oh, really? So he grabs the mic. He goes, I was going to beat you clean, Keller Cross. He goes, I was going to beat you clean. Now I'm going to put you unconscious. He beats him clean anyway. So my son looks at me, he goes, I like him, but he's a liar. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he didn't beat him unconscious. I was like, well, buddy, he's not going to really beat him unconscious. He goes, yeah, but he lied. Has he always done the TikTok thing, or is that when he just came to WWE? I, I mean, he was doing the TikTok thing in MLW. That was his, oh, really? that was his vignette for MLW, and... That was the the start of his video package when he came out for WrestlePro. It was you know TikTok and mm-hmm. then him walking down the streets of Vegas. It's such a smart idea. I really, I mean, do you think? I do like the fact that he you know beat up McIntyre. I think it makes him look super stupid. Not like only did strong. he beat him up, he was smashing his yeah. head against so he, the steps. He beat the, the unconscious. Shit. Yeah, he beat the shit out of McIntyre. But like, do you like the whole jumping from behind, yep. not seeing it coming? You do like that. Okay, because the whole like the whole thing got grayed out, right? Like, the well, whole no, because they had thing. a video package playing, and you didn't like everybody was looking to see yeah, where but he a lot was of people coming didn't from. Didn't even know who it was at first. You they didn't did know. They didn't know till he zoomed showed. in on him, and it was good. Yeah, like, they, you had to see like, him first. It's yeah. Killer Cross. You know, then it makes sense. Well, because right. the next time is well, now carrying Cross. Remember something? They're used to seeing him with the bald head and the goatee. He's got a quad going too. on. I, I was didn't like, compliment yeah. him last time I saw him. I said, bro, this is fantastic, by the way. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he was he was all about the the quaff. Dude's so. a phenomenal wrestler. But now, with what we see from Triple H, and you see guys like Dakota Kai come back, EO Sky come back, Cross come back. On Twitter today, we've seen Miro, we've seen Andrade, like post that said things about how they were being pushed better in WWE that they both liked. Is there anybody Uh-oh. you see? Is there any, tonight? WWE's in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Champa and uh, Bobby Lashley are fighting for the U.S. title. So they, both Deshaun Watson and Kareem Hunt not in attendance. <laughs> 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 so we're all aware and clear. Yeah, uh, that that's not gonna happen. I, I know. I know. Somebody was asking for their relief. <laughs> Do you know who else is from Cleveland? Who is a, a Triple H guy? Uh, he's pretty awesome, isn't he? Oh. Mr. Johnny Gargano, oh, the Miz too. The Miz, the Miz is awesome too. <laughs> yeah, I'm but sure Johnny, what's this guy too? August Ar- uh, no, well, August Artois is from uh, Cleveland too, and Ziggler, Ziggler, yeah, Ziggler's from out. Cleveland too. Yeah, I like it. I so, like it a lot. but Gargano, yeah, but Gargano swerved everybody uh, like a month ago too. What? Well, first they, he was first he was in the state that AEW was in, then he flew to where the WWE was, and it was just for it was just for signing. So speaking of that, speaking of like two places at once, I watched very tragic stuff last night. I don't know if you guys watched the A and E biography of Lex Luger. 
So I met him on my first match. Like, he was there. He was the headliner. But, like, to see him roll up in a wheelchair, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what oh, is really? Yeah, like, you saw that Lex? I met Lex like that. And I was like, that's oh, a, my God. A, it was that's a tough watch, And to man. find out, like, exactly how it all went down, like, how it was just his body just, like, broke down, gave up on him. Um, and he said, dude, I, the, did you see the story? Did you yeah. watch? Bro, the whole, like, he was talking to somebody on the plane for a long time. And then, like, when he got off the plane, he couldn't, like couldn't straighten his neck what yeah bro he's like everything like nerves everything like stuff in his, his spinal stenosis like the whole nine yeah, i mean i'm sure i'm sure a lot of it was was wrestling and a lot of it was yeah, drugs and football and booze and, and yeah like, the whole world like he does not he did not take care of his body but a crazy it looked like he did i mean yeah i mean yeah he looked like a million bucks i mean it's just you know the the story i'm so glad he got his second wcw run the way he did because that was a great run dude i yeah. forgot i forgot he even beat hogan well, he put That's it over because that, that what was. it was. He, he put it all together because the the two places that he went to, they were making him even when WWE. And when he first went to WCW, they were shooting him to the moon because of how he looked, but he didn't know how to work. And then WWE right, didn't new. work because, uh, of course, with the '93 SummerSlam, you you do the whole Lex Express tour. I can't believe that he won that match on a countout. <laughs> I know. I'll never forget watching that at my friend's house. And my friend's dad was he wasn't a wrestler, <laughs> but he was so in bad. he was in the business in the independent business. And when that happened, he he got so mad. He goes, "How do you book that?" How are you a billion dollar? Well, probably wasn't a billion dollar company then, but how do you a company as big as the WWF book this whole thing and have him win by countout? So you you just you scrapped it all. You scrapped it all. There's Everything you worked towards, you that. scrapped it all. There's got to be a story behind that. Remember He's... the remember the the rumble with Bret Hart, with like the whole feet touching the floor at the same mm -hmm. time, yeah. like that whole that was so much suspense. And I really thought from there, I was like, all right, Luca's going to be the man over here at WWE. And it just never panned out. It was so weird. It was almost as if like they were afraid to give him the, the like the keys to the castle, and and then he went to WCW and becomes a world champion. I've always nice. heard Luger like didn't like the fans. Like Luger wasn't one of the guys. Well, that's what they were saying. They were You're saying right. that. in that in that doc uh, I watched last night. Like you could tell, like he was run down. He didn't want to like conversate with anybody. Well, it was yeah, too I, much, I didn't it was see too that. Much too that's soon, what I heard. I, I heard he did not like. Like it's not. He just didn't. I'm sure he's not. Wasn't it, a people person. I'm put sure. That but way. I'm sure he, like he didn't like. Not like the no, fans. No, no, I'm sure no. he just didn't like the it attention. It was too much. Yeah, yeah. it was too, I mean, much, it was too much too soon. Like with Hogan, it, it like built to that, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, this was the rocket. Well, the some rocket people want that. Though. Yeah, some well, people right. want that from the go, and you know, and they're better at that. Like I, I think Luger as a narcissist, Simic, they could have played that to the moon. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it, yeah. the guy looked like a million. Well, bucks. And that's what it is. So he went from the narcissist to riding around the entire country on a fucking bus. <laughs> So you're you're taking you're taking <laughs> him Lex from Express. yeah. So you're taking him from being a guy who's standoffish to fans and living the gimmick even in the back, like not really standoffish, like you heard Brett saying in the documentary. But you're taking him from that, then you're putting him on the bus, and now it's just straight signings, and he's Mister USA, and I'll it's just never like never forget Whoa. that USS Intrepid thing. Though, I was bro. so that mad was, I never got to go. I mean, yeah, I mean that as a kid, you're like, oh, I want to go see this, right? It's just so funny. To see, like, the guys that are, like, supposed to be the biggest dudes on the roster try and, like, they, like, sell their back. Like, I can't do it. Right? And this guy goes on a fucking helicopter, comes out, <laughs> and comes does out it. right through the crowd, right? And then, bro, shout out to Yoko for jumping. Did you yeah, see my yeah, man jump for him? him? Like, that was... That was the biggest hip toss in wrestling history. <laughs> and he did it again at SummerSlam, too. I remember. I remember. But, I mean, then again... What's the better slam? What's the better iconic slam? That or Hogan Andre? Hogan Andre, because Hogan actually was able to get Andre up and over. Yeah. I understand Lex couldn't really get Yoke up and over because the guy was 500 pounds. Like, you can't, where are you going to get your arms? You know what I mean? So, is, oh, is Luger in Hall of Fame? 
No. Wow. Guess what? That needs to happen. Wow. I could see them not. He's never be, won a title I there, either. See, but I, I could see them not I guess doing because it because of all the stuff that he literally because went with, through with, with Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, I, I mean, could see them. I could really see them not dude, doing that. Dude, I forgot that. all about that. Like, Elizabeth see, is in though. No, she's not. I think she is. I could be wrong. Miss Elizabeth in the Hall of Fame. I want to say she is. I think. She, is I think she? she's in yeah. recently. I don't know who inducted her or anything like that, but I'm pretty I don't sure remember she's Miss in. Elizabeth going. I could in. be wrong. I don't. I could be wrong. I mean, but I just see them not putting him in because of everything that was surrounded. But yeah, I mean, she died in his house. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent his fault. Dude, the nine one one call, man. That shit's uh, rough to listen to, man. Holy shit. He's like, send somebody down here that can, you know, that knows what they're doing. You know, like, what, I hate when, like, I mean, look, I mean, we've all, I don't know if anybody's actually experienced like something like that, which I hope nobody has. I've been on the other end of that. Through. But like, right, like, the, the imagine like being that person, like, all right, go do this, go do that, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, okay, but like, what if I mess up? You know, like you're gonna cost this person their life. It's rough, dude. Yeah, it was. So Lex, it Lex was, had some. Nah, tough she's sweat. not in. No, yeah, no. Nah. Wow, interesting. She should be considering that she was like, she was like the, the first lady. She was the, the face of, of women WWE back in the day. Yeah. That's shocking. It, yeah. You know, but it was it, honestly it was a, a really well done documentary. But then they did the rivals thing after. I like, missed that one. I got to watch. No, it's no, it's WCW versus WWE. Or, no, W. Yeah, so it's the Monday Night Wars. Oh, okay. I want to see that I a million times. I, yeah. I eat it all up. That's all that stuff. It was, it was good, me. but I mean, it wasn't anything that you haven't seen on the Monday Night Wars documentary. That's I on think that the you know the spin by like the guys, the panel that's there is probably what makes it cool. You know, because now it's like reminiscing, and now it's like are the gloves off of well, a guy like JBL. Well, here's the panel. It was Tamina. Who had well, nothing? Who had really nothing to do? That, it was Kofi Kingston who yeah, had guys, nothing yeah. to do. Um, no, but Kofi came from a, a fan perspective, which is cool because that's who was coming up during that. I mean, I guess they technically Nash all was came. knee deep in it. Bradshaw knee deep in it with the WWF. Yeah, you know those I mean? those so, were the only two who could really comment on a lot of things. But right. it was it was cool to see Sean Waltman on the Lex Luger one for yes. for a little. I love yeah. Sean Waltman. Me too, man. Big X Pac guy. Big big X Pac guy. Big DX guy, really. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was. My, my segue in that. Any uh, Before we uh, throw it over to the break, is well, there anything going on in the A-Dub? Yeah, CM Punk will not be returning anytime soon. That's what they're saying. So the interim belt can go away now? Now it could just be the belt? I think it's just they're going to stick with the interim belt. Well, Moxley and Jericho wrestle Wednesday for the belt. <laughs> Was that any good? I, I Hogan. <laughs> no, Hogan? This, it'll be this Wednesday. Yeah, they're yeah. calling Jericho like the Hogan of the, of AEW for like because he re, he's refusing to lose. Yeah, he's just oh, no. he'll he'll get bloody. He'll let you beat him up, but he's not taking a pin. Like to, everyone's calling him like Jericho Hogan, <laughs> right? You've heard it, right? Chris, oh, Chris Hogan. Hogan, Chris Hogan. That's what they're I calling. Like that. Chris Hogan. It's, 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 it's pretty bad when like one of Chris Jericho's like biggest you know fans basically was Jim Cornette. I mean, Jericho came up with Cornette. Back in the day, like that, if Wendy's you met, video, oh, okay, Jericho should... was in the was one of the people yelling from the van to the woman at Wendy's. Jericho is just like, I don't know who this guy is anymore. He's just completely destroying his legacy by the dumb shit that he's I doing mean, over there. He is. I don't know. Would would you, if you met Jim Cornette, would you like kiss his feet? You love Jim you Cornette, dog. Because love he's him. Fucking his. Hysterical. Love what, what, what makes him hysterical? The fact that he shits on everything? <laughs> it, but he's just rants and raves. Even if I don't agree with what he's saying, like I don't agree with him politically, but I still laugh at a lot of the shit that he says because he goes on these rants and raves right off the top of his head. It's fucking hysterical. The man is a showman. No, he's I, a showman. I get that, but, but you he, know what it is? He's only doing that so, so people listen. Yeah. Yeah. 
he's getting he wants fucking. To, he has not. He doesn't have the ability and to like let it go. And it's sad because no. he could definitely get a job. A hundred percent get a you job. You know, I don't think he wants one. He's happy. No, just he be, wants He's a just job, happy bro. being at the house. Dude, they you know all how much want he, jobs. Do you know how much he's making just doing a podcast? Yeah, alone? I believe he's making a lot. But he <laughs> does be, he do a podcast? Yeah, he, yeah he's got the Jim Cornette show or the drive through or whatever God. it's called. The Jim Cornette show and the drive through and. Dude, a but, lot. He gets a lot of listeners. He's like never, probably like top three wrestling. Would never podcasts. give it. Right? Yeah. Would never give it the time of day. No shot. Not now. Who's being who's being uh, out of touch and close It's exactly what you think it it is. Though. Right. No, the, the out of touch person is the person <laughs> but ranting it's, but it's about his, the out of touch. But stuff. it's hysterical to listen to. I mean, so, you're not some, like I said. I'm one less download of the million that he gets. I don't care. Million, whatever. <laughs> Two million, whoever. Two okay. million. <laughs> uh, you think more? He he's they announced it today on YouTube. Just on YouTube, it's over three million fucking views that's a how year. Pe- that's how miserable people are nowadays. Yeah. It's like, how can I get? I'm such in a bad mood right now. How can I stay this way? Oh, that's it. I listen to Jim Cornette rant about how bad wrestling is. Like he's just a dick. He, I, he, he like he likes WWE now. Going yeah, until there. next week. He's like, that's well, true. Yeah, why do you think we'll get me some more clicks? Well, I mean, he's tri- like, he's like, Triple, H, has to, Triple like, H just has to keep doing what he's doing. But yeah, as far as AEW, Kenny Omega saying that he's coming back soon. Did anybody see the the highlights of the video game? It's fucking stupid. It is have you seen the highlights of the video game? Go on your phone. Look right now. Just Man, highlights of, highlights of AEW Fight Forever. Free. It looks like Nintendo sixty four graphics. Well, that's cool, brother. Maybe they're doing it on purpose. No, they're not, brother. They're, they've been they're developing Nintendo sixty four video games. Bro, they fantastic. got mini games that look like you're playing Wii Tennis. Oh boy, right? They've Am been I developing this for three years. <laughs> Twinkle and, Toes has been part of this for three years. Cody Rhodes is in the game. Oh my god! Well, at least you get some royalties. <laughs> right, Probably sure. not. Tommy, throw it to break. We're going to come right. back. Yep, guys. When we go, we are going on break right now. You're gonna hear words from dudes gourmet and uh the feel good factory and when we come back we will have our stint nah, i did, did it, it again, again. <laughs> austin Artois. So funny august. it's august you did it twice the real this the is... raw august Artois. I, can i just do it i'm gonna have to keep thinking last month last month last month <laughs> right this month this month this see month. i don't even know where i am guys i'll <laughs> <laughs> be right back folks Guys, it's time to give the big seasoning companies the big FU. They've been lying to you for years, manipulating the numbers, rounding down the calorie counts, and adding shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dude's Gourmet is the best natural seasonings with no additives, no filler, and no caking agents, just pure flavor. Head on over to dudesgourmet.com right now and choose one of their premier rubs from their espresso rub, everything minus the bagel, sweet baby Jesus, or how about their pizza dudes got 30 seconds. Put Dude's Gourmet seasonings and rubs on all of your favorite burgers, steaks, seafood, vegetables, anything that needs that extra kick. Right now, get free shipping for orders over $50 with the promo code OSHIP. That's a capital O. Follow them on Instagram at Dude's Gourmet. Visit their website right now, dudesgourmet.com. Established in 2017, the Feel Good Factory is here for all of your high-quality CBD products. All products are manufactured in Long Island, New York in an ISO 6 clean room. They create everything from creams, gummies, and even pet products, and always third-party tested and curated with quality ingredients. They offer shipping throughout the USA and offer curbside delivery on Mondays and Fridays. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOPSPORTS, you'll get 25% off of all products. Call them today at 888-519-1139 or visit their website, thefeelgoodfactory.com, or on Instagram at thefeelgoodfactorycbd. All right, everybody, we are back. And with it being August Appreciation Month, right now we have the real, the raw, 
August Artois on the show with us. He is C CYN's rising star. What's going on, brother? Well, I just like to say thank you very much for saying my name, right? There's a lot of idiots out there who say it. <laughs> Argus, oh, hold on. Only I'm, if I'm, you knew. We I'm, sat here for about 15 yeah. minutes because he had to practice that. <laughs> and I said, listen, I follow the guy on Facebook. We've been following him for a long time. He's been putting August Appreciation Month almost every day. Just lead with that and you won't forget it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 I'm doing good. More importantly, how are you guys doing? We're great, man. Very happy to have you on here. We're very happy to be part of the uh well, you know, our one of our sponsors, the uh, Dudes Gourmet, is also one of the guys that are, you know, the, the co-owners of CYN, so we're all Dude. pretty much part of the same family. Uh, we're very excited that we're going to get to see you in action in uh, November. So how's everything going, man? Uh, I know you've been, uh, you're only in the business not even two years yet, and you've risen so much farther than most people have. You are a very, very rare breed of uh, professional wrestler. So... Give us your, your your beginnings, man. What what were you into as a kid? Were you a were you an athlete as a kid? Were you into the business back then? Uh, the only thing I liked when I was a kid was I I wouldn't like WCW. I kind of dabbled in uh, ECW, but I was an Attitude Era kid. And then as soon as it got to the point, I don't know what year it was or anything, but uh. Kane got Lita pregnant or something like that. You know, like, that's what I was like, <laughs> Am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah, yes. bro, whatever you want. Let's go. Okay. Well, as soon as that happened, I was like, this is fucking dumb. So I didn't want to be, I didn't want to watch it anymore. So I stopped doing that and decided to start, you know, working on getting laid and stuff like that. And so mm -hmm. watching wrestling every fucking day. Uh, so then moving forward, I didn't watch wrestling for a very long time up until. AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon, WrestleMania. My brother went to WrestleMania and he nice. up. he's like, here's my log. Here's my buddy's log in. Log in and watch me. And so I'm up in the I'm up in the nosebleed. So I, I turned it on. Like well, I, I had my music studio set up here and I had the TV over here and I was looking over. I was like, you know, this isn't this isn't that bad. This is actually pretty cool. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the attitude era. So I started watching it again and I started watching NXT. And NXT was fucking really cool from 2018 to 2020. Probably like the best was, time. Yeah. Was, mm -hmm. yeah, man, it was it was epic. Like me and my brother used to, like every Wednesday we text each other like fucking NXT, NXT. We get on and watch <laughs> it. It was, it was really cool. And at that time I was like 30, I think. And at that point I was like, you know, I've I've already been signed to a record label at the age of 16. I've been on tour 48 states across the country. I've been to eight countries traveling on my own. Like I figured at 30, I was like, all right, I'm going to find like a career to slow down. Instead, I became a professional wrestler. And uh, <laughs> everybody told me, they're like, you know, if you're not 21 years old, you shouldn't do it. And I was like, oh, well, now I'm going to do it. So <laughs> That's when you look at you them know, and I say, have, have you ever heard of Diamond Dallas Page who came into the business <laughs> at 35? <laughs> First off, don't interrupt me when I'm talking. Tell them again. Um, there anyway, you go. So, so I, I just kept going and uh, proved all the haters wrong. You know, a lot, a lot of the guys said, like, like I said before, I was rudely interrupted. Uh, you know, started 21 years old. But the thing is, is that I understand life, and professional wrestling is fucking dumb. So, I mean, if, you, if you understand life, you've been in a fight in your life. Professional wrestling is not really, you know, mind blowing. It's not rocket science. But a lot of these guys make it rocket science. But not me. And the reason I've excelled so quickly and I've bypassed every loser in this business that, you know, that claims to be you know, the man of their, their territory, which is like, you know, their, their, their neighborhood. Um, I, I just continued to be me. 
everybody else goes out there and tries to be something else. And I just simply went out there. I mean, look at all your favorites, Stone Cold, The Rock, The Undertaker. They've all just turned them. It's just them turned turned up to 11, 12, 13. And that's exactly what I did. Let me ask you a question, right? So you are the middleweight, Division Pro middleweight champion. You go and oh, you, yeah, yeah. you go over there. I do my research. You go over there. My you beat my, you beat DMC. You beat DMC, and then then like the like the man you are, you allow him to keep representing it while you're not there. Yeah. Tell the people why you allow them to 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 have that opportunity. Well. I mean, he's not the champ. I just gave it to him as a fucking souvenir. I mean, he seemed pretty <laughs> sad when I beat him. Um, I have the I have the original, so it's like anybody going like on their favorite, you know, the WWE shop and buying a replica. So, <laughs> go home and tell your friends. Go home and tell your friends you're you're a wrestler and take pictures with your grandma with it. And I'm not, you know, I, I crushed his dreams. I, you know, it, it it took it took him down. After the match, he was with the ref, and you just see tears pouring down his face. I was like, "Here, kid." <laughs> <laughs> now, why, why, why control your narrative? Why choose to take your journey over there? I know you. Um, you're from Ohio, right? Cleveland, not, uh, Streetsboro. Shut up, Cleveland. <laughs> I tell people what city I grew up. That's weird. Well, I see, you, you know. My, the address I grew up in, <laughs> We do research over here at Chop Sports, man. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so, so yeah. So, so why choose CYN? I didn't choose CYN. CYN chose me. Um, the thing is, like, my whole life, like, in school, uh, when I was in a band, like my whole entire life, I've always controlled my narrative. I've always been the guy to call my shots. And, you know, I, I wrote this thing I posted on uh, online the other day that, you know, my coach, my coach isn't a big name star. I didn't come from money. I didn't, I didn't come from a, uh, you know, a wrestling family. I'm not uh, surgically enhanced. I'm, I don't wait in line. I, I break all every rule I possibly can. And literally every, every single thing, like, and if you guys are smart to the business, you know that like coming into the business and getting and growing up in the business or, or even just, you know, being in there for a year, a year to five, you're going to have a lot of veterans pull you aside and tell you, hey, kid, you know, maybe you should do this. Or maybe you should do that. And I've always just fucking just told them to fuck off, man. Like you've had your goddamn journey, you know, mind your own business. And a lot of these guys were pulling my coach aside. And they're like, you better, you better reel this kid in. You know, he's going he's to get you in trouble. And he's like, are you a you've been doing this for 25 years and this kid's working you right now. And the thing is like, I've never, I've never went online and posted stuff like, uh, you know, I'm saying to directly rile up the locker room. Mm -hmm. Everything has always been with the fans directed towards my opponent and everybody else wants to mingle their shit and like hit me up in like private messages. Like, Hey, you've only been wrestling for two months. Calm down. <laughs> is there a fucking guideline on how cool I can be and how, how successful I can be in two months? Blow me. Yeah, it's like no nobody wants to see anybody else succeed. I I honestly believe that too. Like whether it's a Dude, like they, and, and some of the things the guys were pulling me aside. Like I'm listening to a podcast, and I, I rarely listen to podcasts. I'm with my buddy, and in the podcast, they're like, "No, I hate those fucking veterans that that, that you know, as soon as the match starts, they're like start their own fucking clap and shit. Like, That's so pathetic, dude. So we're sitting there. It's our first match, and we're just laughing about it. And this grizzled vet comes over. He's like, "Hey guys, you look nervous." We looked at each other like. We do? Okay. Sorry to give that impression, but, and he's like, hey, just, if I can give you guys any advice, uh, if you get lost out there at all, just start <laughs> clapping. 
with bursts of laughter. Like you've got to <laughs> get away from us. But like, uh, but then again, like at the same time, there are some guys that I have listened to and, and have told me some some wise things. You know, uh, Weston Blake, BJ Mecca, you know, EC3 himself, Adam Share. Like they've they've told me some things that I've retained. But a lot of the things you hear in this business is just you know depends on who they are in one ear out the other i'll do it my way and the thing is like my favorite thing as a kid was dx sean michaels is triple h like but the thing and the thing is everybody these days they're so afraid they're so afraid of what everybody else is going to think what everybody else is going to do if they're going to get canceled or not mm-hmm. and like i said i was in a band i toured the goddamn country what if i get canceled being a wrestler i'll just go do something else i'll be a doctor or something I don't know, i'm pretty good at stuff <laughs> i'll be a doctor well why not? This is uh, my drink is uh, brought to you by Cows Whole Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get sponsored, but fuck. What about, talk to me about um, Jake Sterling and the feud you guys had. Do you, that was like the beginning of your wrestling career, right? Because I know. Wow, this is. This is really going to get his dick hard that you brought him up. <laughs> on I mean, I watched. But that's I, it. It's a, it's a good thing. Keep going. I watched I watched the matches and dude, they're phenomenal, bro. For somebody like you said that it's it's crazy cuz I started following you like I, I want to say like late into the pandemic and I know you started into the pandemic and I was like when I I'm like dude, this guy is like British strong style British strong style mixed with like new age stuff that nobody's doing. And I know he's like in his 30s like where has this guy been the whole time? And then I'm like when yeah, I hear his you dad haven't actually, his dad was in the business uh when he was a kid and he I think he liked it, but he really had no interest in it. He was more into music, kind of like myself. And then it's the same thing with me. He was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a wrestler. I'm, I'm going to do it. So we actually started training together, and it turned out like we were just both, you know, two two male lions surrounded by females. And it finally it broke that down at training one night. We both got into it. And uh, the coach was like, you know what? After, after two months of training, which was like eight nights, He's like, you know, you two are going at it. So we went at it. We went at it again. We went to Georgia. We went at it. We came back. We went at it. Um, I think we've had it like six or five or six matches altogether, maybe seven. I'm not sure. Um, he probably concussed me. Um, but I do know that there is a match between me and him coming up. And he, you know, he trains with TJ Wilson at the, the dungeon with the heart bullshit. And, uh, I trained, I haven't trained in like eight or nine months because I don't need to because I'm fucking awesome. So, I mean, I just keep getting better and he just keeps training and staying at the same, you know, level. So we're going to see uh, what happens. I, you know, and if, and if shit pops off, I got my CYN boys and he's got his little heart foundation. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to me. I've heard you on other podcasts and this makes a lot of sense to me because we've had other guests on who don't really bring this up. How great is WWE catering? <laughs> I heard you say it's fantastic stuff you've never even seen before. Is that yeah, why dude, so many like, people I, sit back there? The the first time I got booked, like as soon as I got there, everyone's like, "Oh, what are, are you excited to be here?" I'm like, "Yeah, where's catering?" Like, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, but like, are you, are you excited to meet like Roman Reigns and stuff? I'm like, no. Where the fuck's catering? Where's catering? Where's catering? I've heard all about. Where's the food? Dude, and and mind you, I drink a gallon of milk a day, like of my own money. So, and I have a video on my phone of like the the, the tray, all the trays on our table of me and my brother. Like, we did we did Raw SmackDown, or I did Raw SmackDown, NXT Takeover, and then I did uh, WrestleMania. I was I was the fucking bunny hopping down the ramp. And then after that, they hit me up again for another NXT, and I told them no. 
And simply my reason being mm-hmm. simply mm-hmm. is because like, I don't want to be, or I don't, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be somebody else's extra. You know, I, I did, I did, I covered all the bases for all SmackDown, NXT, uh, the main pay-per-view WrestleMania, the extravagant one. And that was it. That was cool for me. I'm not trying to be an extra. I, I'm, I'm the star. I'm the, the main guy. And if, you know, I'm not going to keep going back and, the catering's not that goddamn good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great testament to you, though, because there's so many wrestlers out there that would just die to just continue to be extras for WWE. You guys probably know the guy, I'm, or not the guy, the people I'm talking There's a group of them, and they've been extras fucking like 117 times. And it's just, it gets to a point where it's just embarrassing. It's like they don't, you're like that girl that, you're like that girl that gets snuck over in the middle of the night and gets like a, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk to me about WNN or WWN. It's it used, WWN, to, used yeah, to be Evolve, right? It used you're, to be Evolve. So far, don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be Evolve, right? And then it, I guess, it like transferred down to. Well, no, it's always been WWN, but WWN owns Evolve, ACW, Shine Women's Wrestling, FIP, um, Lucha bullshit thingy, um, another bullshit underground thingy. Um, What's that fucking wrestling where they dress up in costumes and stuff? Chip- Lucha Libre? Triple A? No, no, that's that's gear. I'm talking about like they dress up as like a tomato and shit. <laughs> There's a wrestling organization where people dress up like tomatoes and shit? Wow, man. I'm out of... Holy Jake shit. messaged me and said I love you. So is this live or something? Yeah. Uh, no. This is... Oh, good. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't know there was an organization where people dress up and shit. Wow. But how much do you... Yeah, it's called like... Uh... It's called like big, big something, and and there's like little buildings in the ring and stuff like that that make them look bigger. What's it? <laughs> what's it called when there's like giant gorillas and Godzilla's fighting and stuff? Is there a name for it? Uh, anime? I don't. Yeah, I don't know, dog. I'm not that cool. I, <laughs> like, like like you said, I was in school. I got yeah. pussy. That's it. Bro. We're like you. We like to I get didn't late do the too. car thing <laughs> or none yeah, of that. I don't know what it's called, but it's like they dress up as like tomatoes and there's, there's like a tomato and a pickle fighting and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> they own that too. I mean, it's I'm, funny, but like I've never seen. I, that. I've been asked to do it, and I've, I'm like, no. Like maybe when I'm like, maybe when I'm done wrestling, I'll be I like, mean, okay, I guess I'll, there's a market for it. I mean, is that, but, like uh, you stay in Orlando now, right? That you're like pretty much out there because that is that like the wrestling hub right now? You would say since the pandemic. No, I'm in. I'm actually in Fort Myers right now. You should know that since you know all my. I'm shit. in Florida. <laughs> you know, I just figured Orlando because you know that's where yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the yeah, hub that's is. Three hours away. That's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I is it getting too windy it. for you guys? It's like it's about to storm right now. Is it too windy? I should I could I can shut the shutters. Nah, you're all right. You're good. You're good, man. All right, good. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> I fucking love him. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but in, in all rea- in all reality, what what is it that you want? What's left in this business for you? Is it WWE? Is it AEW? And that's another thing. Why why do you not want to do anything with AEW? Or oh, I mean, I just don't. I don't like. A person that doesn't give a shit anymore is really dangerous. Like, I know that I can go out and do, like, I mean, I was joking about being a doctor. It would probably take me a long time, but if I want to be a doctor, I fucking would be. I'm not fucking lying. I would be. But literally anything I want to be, I could be. So, like, I don't know. I manifest shit, I guess. Like, I'm, it's always been like this my entire life. Like, when I was in kindergarten, the, the kid didn't, the kids didn't, like, sit next to me because I was really good at drawing and shit like that. Like, <laughs> oh, he stays in between the lines. Fuck him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's it's been like that when I was mm-hmm. in wrestling or when I was uh, in music. 
all the kids didn't like me because I was the lead singer of the fucking coolest metal band. We were on tour across the country. We came back to junior year fucking three months late and stuff. So people just didn't like me simply for the fact that I was just me. So, Jesus Christ, did you guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty loud. <laughs> we haven't had any rain here, so to, to hear thunder is kind of nice because we've been in a very big drought here in New Jersey. So Speaking of thunder, real quick, I was, I've was i been going back because I said I wasn't a WCW guy. I've been watching WCW Thunder. Jesus Christ, dude, that shit sucks. Bro, I, Awful. I tweet about that every day, how AEW Rampage is pretty much the same thing as Thunder. Yes! Dude, like, it, it was a match between, like, it was William Regal and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, like, a legend and a, a gonna-be legend who's just a phenomenal in the ring. So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to study this. And then, like, NWO comes out. And it's fucking like Nash and Bischoff and shit like that. And they're talking shit about WWE or WWF at the time. Like the whole time they're not talking the match, the whole whole time they're talking about commentary. I was like, holy shit. This shit's like completely repeating itself. That's that's insane. And then the matches were just dog shit. Oh, it's garbage. Like, it's garbage. A lot of the guys that people are like, dude, you ever heard of the like Arn Anderson and shit like that? Like they're all legends, man. They're they're great in the ring. And I'm watching this and they're like botching punches and kicks and shit. And I'm like, I mean, what the fuck's going on? Like, is this a joke? Mm-hmm. Is there something I'm not seeing out there? Like, send me some footage of some of some old school. Oh, things gonna be a lot of thunder here soon. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> no, but I I agree. It's it's ter- it's bad, bro. It's I mean, bad. Forgive me for going off the page. I respect. The, it's kind of like Jay Z. I don't I don't like Jay Z's music, but I respect the shit out of him. Aaron Anderson and Ric Flair and all of them. Like, I respect the shit out of everything they've done. But like, I don't fucking get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a there was a time and, and a place for them, and for Art Anderson at that time, it was not the time and place. But at uh, the same time, you're not you're not going to ever see me give you a five star grapple match. You're never going to see me go out there and give you a fucking uh, you know. I might do a backflip every once in a while, but you're never going to see me go out there and be jumping and losing and and doing fucking move after move after move. My any match I've ever had, and you can go through my YouTube, they all tell a story, and there's always a winner and a loser. Sometimes the winner pisses them off. Sometimes the winner makes them happy. It's true, man. I love to hear that. What um, it's up to the universe. What is a? Uh, do you have like a dream opponent or somebody you hundred percent want that you'd want yeah. to be in the ring with? If I could step out of my own fucking body and face myself, that'd be so <laughs> fucking cool. Or Shawn Michaels in his prime, like when he was on drugs and shit. I'd fucking. I'd <laughs> no, but I'd to be honest, to barrel a fucking line down, do a shot with him, and go out there and fucking tear the house down. To to be honest, I'm not trying to be like funny. I'm not trying to like just say this because you're in front of us right now. If you watch like '96 Michaels, like before, like when Michaels Austin that era, you're like that. That's like what you give off, kind of. Is that yeah, kind of so- attitude? Like that kind of I don't give a shit. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen to me, and that's it. Like that's what I get when I watch you in the ring, and I'm 100 serious. Know, I know my worth, and I know what I bring to the table, and that's why, like a lot of you know, some companies you'll see some bookings coming up here soon. Like there's companies that have never booked me before, and they're like, you know, uh, how many people can you bring to the show? I'm like, honest to God, I'm not selling any tickets the first time. I'm not. I'm not putting any asses in seats. But the people that are there are gonna fucking. De- they're gonna die to see me come back. They're, they're gonna want to see me because I'm cute. Or I'm handsome, or they're gonna co- they're gonna want to come back and see me get my fucking teeth kicked in, or they want to see me get a beer thrown in my face. Like whether they want to see me win or they want to see me lose, they want to see me. But you also have like fans that actually like come to see you a lot too, yeah. right? I have some. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I first started, I was like fuck everyone. But then I got to the point where I was like, 
you know what? Like some of these people fucking like truly love me. Like the one, my one fan, Mark, he, he got me a baseball bat. Cause he's like, I've been stabbed three times. I've had a rock thrown through my window. I've had multiple death threats. So a fan went out and got me a baseball bat and it's all black and gold and gold handle. And it says real raw. And it says veteran down the side with August Artois. And that's just pretty fucking cool. I, I, you can't hide from, you can't hide from like a, a true fan like that and i don't care how much of a dickhead you yeah. are like it gets it gets to a point where you're like thanks dude like i and then again like fuck those are my fans that yeah fuck it those are my fans and if and if and if i end up taking over everybody then fucking i'll be a dickhead that has a lot of fans well like you said like the the most the best wrestlers are the ones who are themselves and i yeah. truly believe that we talk about that all the time in this show we look at certain guys and like if you're you act like yourself that's what's going to get you over the most, man. That's what people appreciate the most, the hard work. Yeah, and dude, and like, and these days, like, far and few in between can come out as, as a Papa Shango. And people are like, like, if I would have started, because nobody knew me when I came down here. Like, literally, everyone's like, whose brother is that? Whose son is that? Whose cousin? Like, nobody, motherfucker. I just decided I wanted to be, a, I rolled up one morning. I, I, I ran out of Adderall, and I was like, <laughs> a wrestler. No, but why, why did you choose to go to, to Orlando? You were training somewhere else, Good right? Question. Good question. Look at everybody who look at like right before, like at the time I started 2018, 19, look at all the guys who got signed, where they all come from. Where'd you see them? Orlando. Evolve. Evolve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Evolve. Riddle, Keith Lee. I went to, so as I was coming down, my brother's like, fuck. So my, my brother ref for Evolve, Kai Douglas. He was a ref for Evolve. Now he refs for WWN. He's a head ref now for CYN. Um, yeah. I, I, I came to the Mecca. Like, why would I go anywhere else? Why would I? I started late, so why I'm, I'm not going to jump through any hoops. I'm not going to kiss any ass. You're not going to see me fucking there early in the morning to tear down fucking rings and shit like that. I kiss my ass. I, <laughs> I know what I got. Genius, though. T you took advantage coach, of... When I first started, my coach was like, do you want do you want to be an indie star? Or, or do you want to be an indie guy? Or do you want to be a superstar? I was like... And in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, it's independent wrestling. Like, I don't know if this is a trick. If I say superstar, is he going to tell me I'm big-headed and I have too big of an ego or something? And I was like, a superstar? He's like, good answer. He's like, he grabbed two students and he's like, these two are your roaming cams. That's your hard cam. We're going to teach you, you know, where the cam's going to be, where the ref's going to be. And then he taught me how to do a hip toss, arm drag, and body slam. Nice. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, control Your Narrative's getting like uh, some kind of deal, right? Wherever they go, it's going to be on line or something. I saw that today. It's been online, smart ass. No, but what, <laughs> what did I see today? Didn't, what did EC3 put out today? Something like you're trying to go to... Uh, when, Don't when blame it on anybody else. <laughs> if you look at my hat, it's Pro Wrestling TV. If you go on an app, yep. it has that logo. Pro Wrestling TV. PW... Oh, my, that's my hat. That's my face. Is it in the lens, guys? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 you're good, bro. Of you're course. good. You were good the first Pro time. Pro Wrestling you know TV. That. I, I could have told you that. No, but I saw something he put out today, uh, like a newsletter or like a news head controlling narrative saying like they were going to like gyms to like challenge other gyms or they want to like... Did you not hear that? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that was loud. <laughs> All right, back to the question. Jesus Christ. This is the best So what? So ever. what? So what's... what? Is, the thing EC3 put out today, what is that? You're going to other... Like on your tour that you are no, doing? we're actually reaching out. Like on tour, we're reaching out to other companies that want to... Like, for instance, we just got done with AML, and AML has kind of like WWN. Jesus Christ. WWN has different levels. So there's AML, there's the Future Stars of AML, which is like their, you know, uh, junior varsity. And then there's the AML. So we had Saturday and Sunday. And then each show, like, these turnbuckles were CYN, these ones were Future Stars. These ones were CYN, these ones were Future Stars. Next show, same, same thing with AML. So what happens is it's our roster, their roster. So you're getting to 
put your roster on a platform. Like, so your company now doesn't have to get big enough to get on pro wrestling TV, your roster, your brand, your marketing, everything you have, your fans are going to be on pro wrestling TV for that one episode. And it's a fucking, I think it's a great idea. That is I mean, genius. Yeah. Genius marketing, marketing deal. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's an opportunity to help build our brand into each, you know, household and an opportunity. It's like, it's not just, we're going to come into your neighborhood and just watch us, watch us perform in your neighborhood. It's like, yeah. no, 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 join us, have your fucking guys. So it's, it's August Artois versus one of their dickheads. Um, you know, a tag team match between those guys. Then we'll have a, which we have our project pit, which is five of our projects, uh, which all tell a story of their own, each unique. That, that's another thing I got to jump that's on. That's dope. That yeah, tell me about yeah. that. It's called the project pit. And there's five of our guys and all, every single one of our guys have a project number. I'm project 216, Cleveland area code. And uh, each guy has a story. So when they come out, so you're not just, here comes this guy and this guy and this it's no, here comes this guy that was addicted to fucking Vicodin for 10 years. And now he got off it. He had a child and he's trying to raise her and, and be a single father and blah, blah, blah. This guy, he lost his mother at the age of three. And then it's like, Holy shit, man. Like I care about these motherfuckers now. Then they get in the ring and then you see their characters develop and you see them take every problem you just heard about and completely mask it and, and, and be that unique character. It's, oh, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a whole different level of profile. I, I, for EC3, I mean, it's, it's that's dope. It's, it's yeah, man, do. for it's sure. A lot of hate towards us, but it's, it's one of the most unique fucking things I've ever been. But that's something of. that like, I didn't hear about. And I bet you a lot of people didn't hear about that. Yeah, like that project. Pay, like, well, they should fucking pay attention. Oh, man. Well, we're going to make sure they do for now yeah. on. It's literally for free on pro wrestling TV. You get to watch their narrative one, which I'm, I'm not in which narrative two, which I'm not in either, but, and then there's the narrative Dallas, which I was in the dark match, which was literally in the dark. <laughs> we won't talk about that though. In the dark, the lights didn't work. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, EC3 had this great idea where uh, the match starts. It's a dark match, and it starts in the dark. <laughs> what? So How did the fans the, see it? The, the guy running the lights, who was non-CYN affiliated, was told, "Keep the lights off. They're gonna start wrestling a little bit. Get the lights on in, in one Mississippi, two Mississippi, five of those motherfucker, five Mississippis." <laughs> So we're in there fucking, I was like, boom, I got him in a headlock. We start rumbling around, rumbling. Ah, he takes it back. Eight Mississippi, nine <laughs> So, you know, we chain around a little bit. He's behind me. I get behind him. 27 Mississippi, 28 <laughs> Mississippi. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the, the guy in the crowd's like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be this long. And all of a sudden the lights kick on. Dude shoots me off. I come back. He's like a deer in the headlights, and I just. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what? if we're not gonna fucking, if we're not gonna impress him, we're at least gonna show some color. <laughs> it's a very unique concept that that EC3 has come up with. I mean, like you know, like learning a lot about the rules. Can you tell us why is there no like? I can understand uh, this the suicide dies, but why are there no super kicks allowed? Because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> like. What did I? Who, who did I tell you? I, I, you, Shawn actually, Michaels. You told yeah. Me I envisioned Shawn Michaels. My favorite as a kid is Shawn Michaels. What was his fucking finishing move? It was super a super kick. kick. If I, hey, you know what? You on the right in the red. Get get up and kick your friend in the face as hard as you can. He can't get his foot up that high, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you do it properly, it's a knockout yeah. blow. But these people are. Oh, 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 what? Wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh. He's right. 
nobody sells anymore either, nope. though, is the problem. Nope. I don't know what selling is. I swear to God, I don't know what selling <laughs> is. Before, ask any of my opponents and tell them, don't fucking lie. What did August tell you right before you walk out of the curtain? Fucking hit me. Fucking hit me. I'll I'll let you know if it's too fucking hot. Hit me. Don't be a pussy. Hit me. It's starting to rain. I'm gonna shut the shutters. <laughs> it's it's just so the so when you guys challenge these other gyms, is it control your narrative rules or normal wrestling rules? It depends on uh, which ref is in. Hold on, it's gonna get loud. Oh, so oh, okay, I get it. So it's like a yeah. Some... For instance, um, actually, you're gonna have to tune in. I, I'm not allowed to tell you stuff. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll be there for sure. November fifth, Starlin Ballroom. Yes, we will. Sarahville, New Jersey, yes. for sure. Um, any more questions for the man? Yeah. yeah hold on, man. Oh, would you be patient with me? I'm I'm closing some shutters. We're not, we're not I'm just asking him. I, I feel like I'm asking all the questions. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's why I'm glad with you doing all the Look, talking. Intimate. August R12. <laughs> Dude, this, this is amazing. I wish you had your earpiece on, Dave, to hear oh, this. Oh, by the way, you can go to controlyournarrative.com and you can get yourself an August R12 t-shirt. That is controlyournarrative.com. And if you see him live, he doesn't carry big guy sizes, so he's told me. Oh. You can, I don't. You gotta oh, get man. the two X's online. It's not my problem, dude. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there and buy fucking an extra mile of fabric. For you fucking dickbag. <laughs> Listen, I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> I heard a story of yours that I know Tommy will love, and you'll probably love t- talking about. It. Oh wow! I'm glad we just got that. That was yeah. loud thunder coming dude, I from Florida. Can't wait to watch this back. I'm probably gonna get scared twice. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Tommy about your friend Paula in El Paso, Texas. Oh, <laughs> you didn't tell the story on the last show you were on, but you kind of said what happened. How'd you? How'd you? Am I allowed? Yeah, I bro. Allowed? You could say what, bro. This is YouTube. We're on Fight Factory. Yeah, I'm allowed. We're I'm real not here. August sure. yeah. I'm reeling raw. All right. How'd you know? Wait, first off, how'd you know about the story? It was on a podcast you were on. I heard. I- or a show or something, bro. I do research, man. This is real. Make yeah, sure you tell your friends. Hilarious. Come um, on with me. Anyway, so I'm I tell in, I tell real research. Um, good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, I'm in a band, 16 years old, lead singer, and I get to this. We're obviously driving all around. By this point, I'm just like, uh, and we get to El Paso, Texas, and we get to the bar, and it's before the bar opens. The bartender's cleaning up, and she looks like. She looks like a like a Mexican Marilyn Monroe, and she was so All right. I'm in. beautiful. She was the most beautiful girl ever. Well, until I met another beautiful girl. <laughs> but anyways, so she's like, so tell me about yourself. I was like, well, I'm 30 years old. I have two kids back in Cleveland, and I don't have my license on me because I got a DUI back at home, and they took my license. She's like, oh. And that was my story that I told everybody because mm-hmm. I was 16 years old, and I wanted to have fun. So... Um, I don't have any kids, by the way. I have two cats. Um, <laughs> anyway, fast forward back to back to I mean, rewind back to 16. So, anyways, um, the first night we end up, you know what? Fast forward past all this boring shit. We end up hooking the fuck up. Nice. There you she go. ends up doing some shit to me. Wow, bro. It is porn. Maybe she now. died, and that's fucking her. <laughs> don't tell the story. <laughs> no way, dude. It's, it's got to be told now. She starts doing things to me that. As a, at a 16 year old, I just lost my virginity at 15, like missionary. And then <laughs> I met her and man, it's kind of descriptive, but like 
you know, she started doing like the stuff with her mouth to my thing. And then she started doing the stuff with her mouth to my things. Mm-hmm. And then she started, Minding the stepchildren. Then she went to the gooch. And I was oh. like, what the fuck? I just learned about the gooch like at 14. Here we are at 16 and it's being licked. <laughs> and then. Are you sponsored by Manscaped? <laughs> uh, I wasn't at the time. We deal with and Manscaped. Then, we might be able to, to hook you up with the lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> and she trickles her tongue into my butthole. And it was just one of the wildest things. And then I looked like, okay, so then, you know, fast forward to that. And I, she's putting me in these positions. like, here, do it like this. I was like, all right. Like, <laughs> oh, like that. And I glance over and my drummer at the time was laying on the bed with his eye open watching <laughs> <laughs> and he saw me look at him and he closed his eyes real quick. And I was like, no, no, like I'm 16 years old. I watched, instead of being like, dude, you should have seen what happened last night. Look, just open your eyes, brother. I'm right back here. So I fucking picked up the remote and threw it at him. He fucking hits, look at me. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I thought this was going to be the last time in my life. And then we're coming back down. I'm looking at the map. I'm like, we're going back to Texas. They're like, yeah, we're stopping in El Paso again. <laughs> I stopped back in El Paso again. And she uh, got me two hotel rooms, one for me, one for her, a big bag of Burger King for one for me and her, one for the band. She bought us weed, fucking alcohol, let me drive her car around. I didn't have my license. It <laughs> was wow. That's just one stop on, on a tour that lasted three fucking months, too, dude. That I think I, I need to do a whole podcast towards just that tour of what i remember and it was wild well, um by the way promoters out there that are gonna book me i know when to turn this on and off i'm not hey, gonna the lick gooches and buttholes and stuff <laughs> for years only well i mean it's it's i mean with pro wrestling now how many you know uh rats have been uh throwing themselves at you now i'm sure oh, dude when i fucking started wrestling i was under the impression that there was gonna be girls like hey let me suck your dad you're a wrestler no dude they just want to like Help you sell merch and take pictures and make your gear for you now. It's like 2022 the, the now. The rats are very productive these days. I, I think it's pretty cool. It's 2022 There's now. There's probably going to be one uh, that that's most likely going to be at the event in Jersey. Uh, Fuzzy Boots. We call her Fuzzy Boots and stay away from her. And that's a true. If you run into anybody that wrestles in the Northeast, I'm talking Maryland, uh, Connecticut, NYC, Philly. Philly. Is she a whore? Oh, uh, bro. Yes. You just ask. The, I, I didn't say that. You ask about Fuzzy Boots. And I promise you, they will they will know who we're talking about. And the husband gives her the ride, too. <laughs> He's writing it down. <laughs> don't do no, it, bro. But seriously. Don't, don't do it. I'm telling you right we now. We got to have him in here, in studio, when he's in Jersey yeah. in November. November we 5th, bro. We'll here. come get you. Um, now, with your band, did you, with your band, did you play Jersey? At all? Uh... Oh, yeah, of course. 48 states. I don't know where it was. Where would you say, so you've been around the world, obviously. Where would you say is the like the best place you've been? Iceland. Iceland? Bro, you know what's crazy? I'm so into like that Viking stuff. Is I want to go over that, like over those ways so bad. Is it on so this bad. side or this side? It's on this side. I got that while I was in Iceland. Yeah, my wife loved Iceland. Her uh, her stepfather flew her and her sister out there. I, I didn't get to go. I, that's not a vacation to me. I don't want to look at snow if I'm going on vacation. I want to look at snow. all green. You can't go in the summertime. Wow. Yeah. You're ignorant. You're freaking ignorant. <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> at least we're educated over here. At yeah. Top Sports Fight Racist Factor. towards Icelandics. What, um, what's next for August Artois? The world, man. Anything I want, I, I will acquire. Anything I want to do. 
I will do anything I want to get. I will have, um, that's just simply how my life has been. And it's, and it's always turned into something of like a more of a bragging thing. So I just fucking rolled with it. I mean, fucking, I used to just be very confident. Now I'm just an asshole about it. Are you looking to try to get to that next level? Like, are you, are, are you like trying, are you shooting for NXT? You, shooting for- you tell me what the next level is. I, I, honestly, if I'm I'm a wrestling fan, the next the next level is AEW, WWE, NXT. I understand you're you're control your narrative. I get that. No, you're not a wrestling fan. You're a fucking mark. Absolutely, think, but I can admit that you're brainwashed. You're brainwashed to think that that's that's the top. That's the top. How about how about control your narrative? Just becomes a company that is is making good money. We're traveling good. We're taking care of our employees. We get health insurance, and dental, and vision for our faces and eyes and butts and Gooches and stuff. <laughs> but no. When do you want to go to WWE August? When you AEW August? You talk about the guy that I'm, I want to make this money. I want to make this money. So for me, it's all about getting the bag. Yeah. If they if, if if they're serious, no more extra roles. No, no, I understand that. You're not. You just said that. Never, you, you don't want to do that no more. Never see me on dark. Ever on dark. Um, I don't want to see. I don't want to see you. Over I don't there. want to see you on dark either, bro. I don't want to see. That's a stink. That's a stink. You can't get off. You that's know? not enough of a platform for August Artois. That's that's not enough for me. No, I'm not one of those kids. But no. so. but to be honest, not even two years in the business, bro. And I think you're phenomenal. He thinks you're phenomenal. Fuck yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm phenomenal. You got, you, I know I'm phenomenal. You got a following already. Your matches are great. I can't yeah, wait to see what's next. Are. I can't wait till November fifth. We will be the there. Matches that are great are the ones that I win, though usually. <laughs> Bro, I've seen you've already been in like 11 pay-per-views already. Yeah, like I started off, I've only had 71, 71 matches. And everyone's like, well, I've wrestled for 22 months. I had 400 matches. I was like, cool. How are your fucking knees and elbows doing? <laughs> how much money do you have from those bookings? Like, you know, I've, the thing, like I was telling somebody the other day, I, I keep track of every single time I've got paid. And my buddy was like, hey, what's this? He pulls it out. He's like, Jesus Christ, dude, they paid you that much? I'm like, well, yeah. Because that's that's who I portray the person that needs to be to pay that much. So they're gonna, I don't come in like, hey, uh, anything will do. And if you want to give me twenty dollars, that will cover gas and uh, I'll be of being here. No, fuck you. I'm here making your fucking fans happy. I'm drawing them. I'm being. I'm bringing the fucking heat. I'm and even at that, like I'm I'm such an asshole and people fucking hate me. But if you go to my if you go to the shows that I'm on, you'll see people surrounding me. A hundred a hundred percent. He's not even lying, bro. I've watched I've watched yeah, dude, like they, tons of his shit. I'm telling you. They just want to be around me and shit. And they want to hear me. If, even if it's like the one kid, he's he's like, Hey, my son really wants to punch you in the stomach. I was like, fucking twenty dollars, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just be a part of the show. That shit. Fuck that kid. I do have one question. We I we can't say, but we do have sources. You've wrestled Enzo Enzo Amori. I mean, I, what I was it not like? Enzo Amore. I fought Enzo. Though. Well, you know, same guy. What's it like? Um, I saw well, you, that's. I can't. wish I was ready for it. He fucking clotheslined me and I hit his finisher. And Jesus, damn! Whoa, dude. Um. Anyways, I came out. I grabbed the microphone and I was like, Enzo, Enzo. And then I did his fucking dance, Enzo, and the crowd popped. And I was like, Shut up! He's gonna fucking kill me. So I'm real and raw. He's the realest guy in the room, and I wanted to introduce myself. And I turned around, and he fucking cheap shot. Ah, oh, see, line, always, always got to do that stuff. Pay close attention to CYN, though. I've uh, there's a there's a little box in the office, and it says, you know, what do you want? You know, complaints, help. You know, any advice? So I wrote down 
I want Enzo, and I put it in there. Oh, so you're coming to Jersey, bro. Mm-hmm. See what happens. You're coming here. Well, Call him you, out. Yeah, when you come to New Jersey in, in November for the show, we want to have you here in studio to do this in person. There won't be any thunder. Any thunder, any lightning, we'll have beer here for you. I'll even bring some milk for you if you want. <laughs> Make sure it's Stella. It's either Stella Artois, ching or milk. I prefer milk. Fuzzy though. boots. Yeah, we'll invite fuzzy, fuzzy boots for you. Yeah. No, I'm definitely kidding. Yeah, under, underneath, the, is there enough room for someone to sit under the table? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, if you ever seen Seinfeld, it's George Costanza fucking Yankee game. We here, have a bro. casting couch, too. That's <laughs> where oh, you'd be sitting. We do. We, we have a couch, couch right here. Check our YouTube. It's, uh, we got yeah. Casey Navarro was here like two weeks ago. We had him on a couch with his belts. So, yeah. Yep, there you go. There's the couch. See? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Get you in here. We'll get you all set, bro. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to meet you. The journey Honestly. you're on, bro. I can't wait to just be watching with you. Great things Download for you. Wrestling TV. And go Instagram August. I, I'm not going to give you, like, the fucking August underscore, uh, the real <laughs> underscore. Just type in August Artois. It will pop up. It will Trust pop me. up. And it's a handsome guy like me. August Artois on Twitter, August Artois on YouTube, August Artois on Facebook, Control Your Narrative fa Facebook fan page, Control Your Narrative, controlyournarrative.com. Check out our tour, get your tickets, do seasoning, wrestling over everything apparel, use code VETERAN, and that's 10% off wrestling over everything apparel. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for taking the time to come on here with us, honestly. Um, this has been awesome. Thank you for making me come. <laughs> we, you have two two mark fans over here and i'm sure dave didn't get the chance to listen to any of this because he doesn't have his headphones in but uh we will dave, be the dave when you hear fucking shut up dave when you hear this suck my dick yeah. <laughs> is, he is he talking shit no, no, yeah, talking yeah, shit. maybe <laughs> august thanks right, again man we Thank will you see much. you in august in uh in november and we'll be talking yeah, to you soon you'll see, me, you'll see me in august for the rest of the month on your timeline that's, that's right. right it's august <laughs> Artois appreciation month Hell thank yeah. you very much bro <laughs> have a good night bro all right everybody that was august artois of control your narrative uh that was Dude. Can't wait to listen, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm such an asshole. Like, he, I need my own. I, I had it. I got the wrong piece. So yeah, I but he is the it. ultimate living the gimmick deal yeah, because it's sure. just it's him. Yeah, it's him. That's good. It's him. Dial uh, up. I mean, the the story that he told about uh, Texas was was very. Yeah, I saved that one. It's one of the first ones I heard, so I made sure I yeah. wrote that down because I knew I knew he he didn't get to tell it on the last one. I don't remember if the kid stopped them or something. Like, if you oh, have just... children, don't let them listen <laughs> to that section no, of it. He, he said it very very. Podcasty as he could. <laughs> that, that was just a lot of fun interview. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, it was a good time. I can't wait till November fifth. Yeah, we uh, got to get him in here. Well, he said, "Man, well, I'll, well, I'll drive him personally from there to here, or the next day, or whatever." They're going to be around this area for oh, a couple fuck. of days. If, if it's at the, the Hammerstein, it's only in Sayreville. Yeah, so it ain't right going to be staying too far uh, from there. Hammerstein's in New York. It's in uh, Starland. Uh, Starland. Starland. Sorry. It's like like fifteen minutes away from here. So I mean, we'll see what happens. But um, great interview. Probably one of the best we've had. We've had three interviews so far, Tommy. You and I. That was that was probably one of the best ones we've had, right? Yeah, I mean, Casey's was great, and and so was Shane's. But this was, this was the character dialed up, like he would be doing, like doing a, a shoot interview for for the next show. A hundred percent. This was a lot of fun. The man doesn't care. He's real. He's raw. He's August, He's August Artois. Artois. All right, guys. We will. Well, these guys will see you next week. Uh, I will not be here for the next two weeks. So you got nobody cares. <laughs> we have a guest next week, don't we? We do have a guest next week. I want to. I want to pitch it as a good friend of mine. Short story, real quick. 
Um, I was going to the garden for a either a Monday Night Raw or forget. I don't know. I was with a bunch of my buddies. And I met a guy on the train, and he had told me that he was in wrestling, and he said his wrestling name was Arcadia. Turns out we became friends through wrestling. He became a manager over at Big Shots post-wrestling. So, like, I've got to know the guy. He's a fantastic dude. He married one of the bartenders there who is a fantastic person. Anyway, he's coming up with a very, very cool, um, unique style of professional wrestling. We're going to talk all about it next week. Matt Revel, Arcadia, will be in the building. I can't wait to listen to that. Uh, that's going to be interesting because what you said, it sounded really good. It's yeah. nice to see that there's some unique wrestling brands that are coming out there, even with the CYN. Like, don't just listen to your Jim Cornettes and all these guys that are shitting all over it. Check it out for yourself. Watch these videos. Uh, it's it's different strokes for different folks. It's 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 other things to watch, and it's not really gimmicky. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. Point. No, we're not biased here, folks. If we no. like something, we'll tell you. If we don't like something, we're going to tell you. Yeah, so listen for these guys next week. Uh, special shout-outs to our awesome sponsors, Dudes Gourmet and the Feel Good Factory. We are Chop Sports Fight Factory, and we'll see you next week.